Marco, if you're going to talk, you got to come on the screen, say hello. If not, you got to be no, quiet. He been to the girl collection before, right? Yeah, yeah. At the door, and you do, and yeah, you, and I missed this show. My apologies. Yeah. Hey, everybody. You've been five racks <laughs> at the girl collection? This is really uh, a lot of spotlight. Hey, Lord, nice to meet you. Keep going. Did you hear? Nice to meet me. I thought you met me before. I have not got to meet you yet. Well, who was the dude that you had meet me at Girl Collection? Uh, that was Desi Banks. <laughs> wow. He, he's another, he's another <laughs> funny black guy. I'm okay. He's I, another funny I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm really trustworthy. <laughs> Very trustworthy. I'm, uh, I'm from Kansas City. I'm from, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm -mm -mm. What What's up, family, G? Bro? What's yeah, going with it? <laughs> <laughs> Floyd, I heard Canelo is really beating up his sparring partners. <laughs> that's what Alicia asked him. And that's when that man he said, well, no disrespect, but I ain't no effing sparring partner. You good, bro? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. You good? I ain't tripping on nothing. Shit, you see what they gave me yesterday? See what I had to pay him yesterday? Bro, 18 million? I'm retired. But you could write that in the check, though. You just wrote a check for 18 million. People do that. One, I'm surprised you have checks. Actually, and this is the truth, I'm not lying. Those are quick little temporary checks. I told him give me 12, because if anybody know about business, you don't keep that type of money in just regular account. So I had to wire the money from somewhere. Okay. So I wired the money to the account, and when I wired it to the account, I went straight to the bank. I had to go to the, I go to the bank myself to make sure uh, shit get done. Because the thing is this, I can't make all the money unless somebody else do all the dictating and do all the controlling. Yeah. My tax attorney said, um, this is what we need. At first, he had told me he needed, I think, I thought it was 17, like, 9995, something like that. Day later, it, was, it said 18, over 18. I'm like, give it to him. Gave it to him. And after that, I said, shit, because I had wired, like, I wired, like, over, like, 20-something in. Right, make sure you had it. Yeah, yeah, wired that in. Paid the 18, the sweet, because uh, <laughs> when... When the Baltimore Ravens was playing against the Kansas City Chiefs, I called, I called my guy, the head ticket, head ticket guy. Because you realize I'm also in the ticket business because remember, um, for years and years, I was behind the scenes doing a lot of uh, music, music tours with Al Heyman. So I know all the ticket guys. So in Vegas, my ticket guy, he's been running all the tickets for shh, since I've been professional. So we worked together. Mm. So in the first quarter of the Kansas City Chiefs in Baltimore, they was playing, I said, yo, I need seats to the game. Just in case, I mean, for my team. I knew I was going to take a lot of people. So he, so he said, I got 14 together. I said, what's the price? He said, 200. I said, give it to me. Did we clear that up? I know some more people want to go. So we had another bill looking for a suite. They was like, oh, we got suites for 1.5, 1.3. I was like, uh. I got it, but I'm like, oh, nah, no, no. I said, my guy said, I got one for 950. I said, I'll give you 850 right now. He said, yeah, let's do it. So I said, I shoot it right to you. I shot it right to him, and that's what it was. Floyd, you started talking about much smaller numbers. My question is, much like we had the discussion the first time you sat mm -hmm. down with us and you didn't know what A1 was on Southwest. Oh, matter of fact, I wanted to show you. I wanted to show you guys <laughs> something. You ain't, you ain't fly commercial. No, I ain't flying no commercial. <laughs> Let me get my, give me the blue phone. <laughs> <laughs> you got 
real rich nigga problem. 18 mil, one, one check. Hey, no, no, but y'all really got to talk about it. 18 mil retired. I know some people going to be like, well, you didn't, you, you said, uh, I, I didn't want to say I was, I was active, because that's, that's normal. Right. I said I wasn't activated. I knew what I said. So a lot of times I'm like, oh, you didn't say that right. I know I said it right. I know what I said. You know, I know what I, I know what I know what I posted. I don't so, really care how much you make, bro. I feel like writing an $18 million check has to feel some sort of way. Though. That's crazy. I didn't want to do it. Of course. I'm like, who wants to give up 20 basically 20 million? You wrote 18 18000000.00. Like, bro, that's crazy. You know, I got huge deals on the table. So I'm always making shit shake. What's the biggest thing you got working right now? I can show y'all this. Come here. So come here. Show Dude, what is it? this long. Okay. So, so, so right here. That's crazy. I just keep stuff on the low. Yeah, my math don't work like that. My yeah, math. So now, so my now, math. when we gonna cut it and get straight to it? <laughs> yeah, we, can't, we, can't, we definitely can't get to that. We gotta get that out of this. That's a lot of commas. Hold up. Limitless. Biggest to me, cap pinning it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Trust. Limitless. Niggas send me cap in it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Knowing me, I got the key. We're gonna get right to it. What's going on? Yeah, boy. How do you feel, man, that your grandson is more popular than you are? He a real G, man. Well, that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. The ultimate goal is to always put your loved ones, your family members, in a position to grow. Yeah. And that's what it's about. Me and NBA Youngboy speak on a regular. We speak on a daily. Very happy for his career. Proud of him. And eventually, he's gonna grow like anybody that's young. When I was young, I visualized and seen things cert a, a certain way. But as you get older, you look at things totally different. I got to ask him, what, NBA young boy? Yes. You talk daily? Yes. Are you impacting him? Like, with, with knowing that, like saying, your baby, your grand, your, your grandson, who yes. I done, we done all played with at the yes. crib. You know what I'm saying? Yes. How is that dynamic? Because you're so much older and you've been so successful, and he's successful as well, but that's the thing that people want to know, like, what, what, is, what is y'all relationship like? What's the dynamic between you and him? We talk about investments and just growth, buying land. And what's crazy is out here in the world today, a lot of times, even like, um, even like P. Diddy, um, I'm not going to speak bad about P. Diddy, because um, he's still a black man. He, he, I mean, um, mistakes happen, and I can't say if it is or it's not a mistake, but things happen in life. And P. Diddy business is P. Diddy business. It's not my job or anyone else's job to go on the internet and, and stump him and kick a man while he's down. Um, my take on it is it's not my business. Um, I don't think it's right at all, and I don't condone it. Even if that happened to my daughter, I would be hurt. But um, that's the choice that my daughter made. Yeah. So I don't want to kick nobody while, while they're down. I think the big thing, because I have girls, too, is, though. No boys? It, I have a boy, too. OK. Is, one, if your son is in that position or your son is accused of those things that Diddy was accused of, like, 
I'm going to believe in my son and what he says, but I'm gonna check him about that. I'm gonna check him about whether or not these are things you've done. I'm also gonna check him about being, putting himself in those positions. And on the other side that we have to be very careful of, especially when talking about women, is that if those things are true, right, and some of the things are true, yes. that wasn't a decision they made, right? That, that's, that's something that was done to them. And I'm definitely, I wasn't in those rooms, so I can't cast aspersions on Diddy and say that he did it or he did do it or he's an evil man or he is. What I am saying is if those things happen to those women, not yes. only is it not right, it's also not their fault. Mm -hmm. We was like one month old last time we was in this setting. You came on, we was in LA mm -hmm. during the Super Bowl. Fast forward two years, we, uh, we was at your place around the same time, almost two in the morning. You gave us a tour, we was just chopping it up. Yeah. You got a chance to see the kids running around. Mm -hmm. You was in granddaddy mode, you was in daddy mode, just chilling. You say you was retired. Yes. You doing the exhibitions, making moves, having nothing business. What's the day, the day-to-day, -day, like off camera, behind the scene? What do you do on a day-to-day? -day? Like just as a normal human being, bro. My normal may not be someone else's normal. Mm -hmm. Right, so civilian. Today I took my loved ones shopping. What else did I do? I'm just speaking with my team, because I got a new, um, I don't wanna, I don't even wanna call it a bar, a sports bar. I don't wanna call it a club. I don't wanna call it a restaurant. I don't wanna call it a, a, a hookah lounge. I got a new spot. Right. Society Station. That's the name that, of that's it? We call it Society Station, because it got different stations. Got it. Working on that, someone had um, an album release party. This Mexican artist that's huge, with a huge following. Make sure that was taken care of. And my team was doing their job for that. Uh, make sure that the club was right, because we gave Girl Collection a, a facelift. Hey, I appreciate you. <laughs> Actually, it's crazy. I wanted to have a Freak Neek skate jam at my skating rink, Skate Rock City. Just something different. That'd be dope. I reached out to Usher. I was going to ask you that. Yeah. I, I got it in my note right here. Who the better skater, bro? You might be the better athlete, but I think Usher oh, yeah, uh, will I, skate I, you out the goddamn I, ring. I, well, well, I think Usher is a absolutely. I think he's a better skater. Absolutely. Sure? Yeah, absolutely. I can't skate. I ain't never skated in my but life. But my thing is this. I know Usher does uh, a deal with Flipper. I don't really know who Flipper is. But Floyd Mayweather got Skate Rock City mm -hmm. that I own. So it's different with working with individuals. See, my thing is we exchange information, but sometimes we're not exchanging the right information. It's okay to be an employee, but someday don't you want to be an employer? Yeah. thousand percent. It's just like Ciroc. P. Diddy took that Ciroc to the top. When he started demanding certain things, you know what they said? You don't own this. You work for us. So with good money whiskey, and LeBron or Jean, I own it. When you see me post Betify, that's mine. So it's so many different companies and different things that I'm involved with that I don't even talk about. And because I feel like everything is not for everybody. That's just my scenario. I say that every day to my team. Ford, how many of these things are your ideas or as opposed to people coming to you and wanting to work with you because they know what the Floyd Mayweather name and brand brings. I just say, 30 years ago, when I went, when the first time me going to 
a gentleman's club or a strip club, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Uh, you know, I looked around, said, okay. And years and years went by. And I was saying to myself, okay, we come here, we spend money. We come here, we spend money. We don't like the music. So when you don't like something, you change it. Mm. So I said, you know what? I knew that our culture was huge into the, you know, the dancing business because of you got uh, video vixens and videos and, mm -hmm. You know, when it's a white girl, they say it's a video vixen. You know, when it's a black girl, they call her a hoe. You know how it is. It's just how it is. I'm not saying it. That could be the narrative, for sure. Yes, but got the strip club. Um, when I was a kid, my dad manager, Frank Balanzano, an Italian guy with a Lincoln. Every morning with my, when my dad would wake up early in the morning, he would do a jog and he would run with the car. And sometimes my dad would say, you want to get on and jog with me? Cause I didn't have to be to school until noon, because when you're in the kindergarten, you go half a day. So my dad be like, you want to get out, want to get out the car and run with me? You want to jog with me? I used to be jogging with my dad, five miles, five years old. His manager used to own a skating rink called, called Roller World. So every day after my dad get finished jogging, we go over to Roller World. His manager, his manager do the paperwork. I'll be skating around the rink right. all by myself. Because Frank Valenzano was a, was a great guy. Not a good guy, but a great guy, because he did my dad good. If it wasn't for Frank Valenzano, I probably wouldn't be in Vegas today, because Frank Valenzano, he had my Uncle Roger also, mm -hmm. but I believe he sold his contract to a professional gambler in Las Vegas named Billy Baxter, a professional poker player. Mm. So that's how my Uncle Roger ended up in Las Vegas. Now, my whole family is in Las Vegas. Well, how, how do you like the, the normal life? You ain't fighting no more. Um, do you do you enjoy I'm, do you enjoy the busy. business side? I'm more busy. We're not fighting. Yeah, because never settle for less. There's always room to grow. So I, I just want to grow. But bro, you did the same thing. Like you saying, you just said at five years old you was running five miles. No more motherfuckers yeah. gonna do that shit. And then like you you trained your whole life. Like your your grandson. It's crazy to see that man. That motherfucker be. Really punching, like you, you're you were so, that guy that was training, but now, bro, that shit gone. You can't punch nobody in the face no more. No, but you know what? I'm happier now, cause I'm you're happier to, now, not fighting. I'm happier now without fighting, because I'm able to spend so much time with my daughters and so much time pushing my sons to be great. You know, um, just a while back, you know, we go through we go through problems in my life too. I told my boys, I need you guys to go out there. Find your own place and find a way. You go out there and fish for yourself. Show me what you can do, and I'll help you. And that's what they're doing right now. Yeah, but it can't be that easy. What? Stopping. I promise. Not fighting no more. Like, bro, the, the, the... I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to, I'm not being funny or knocking any fighters. And, and, and this is really not hating. I'm still. Even if I don't want to be, they still talk about me every every time a fight comes on. So, really, I'm really still the face of boxing, even though you are, you have certain individuals that want to throw shots and hate because that comes with the territory. Even you you see all these fighters they doing the shoulder roll. You see, I mean, yeah. And, and not knocking the guys that paved the way. Mm. And I want to come on record and say I'm appreciative for guys like Sugar Ray Robinson and. Muhammad Ali and Sugar Ray Leonard, so many guys that paved the way for me. But there's only one Floyd Mayweather. These fighters are not better than me. You look at the numbers, they say, oh, Canelo 
may end up beating more world champions than Floyd Mayweather. Boy, he should with, with almost, what, 80 and 90 fights, he should. Mm -hmm. I beat more world champions than any fighter in history. I'm 50 and 0, but half of my fights was world title fights. Mm -hmm. I embrace and love these young fighters. But I feel that a lot of times, young fighters, coaches, managers, oh, you better than Floyd, you better than Floyd. You know why? It, that's good, that's motivation for the fighter. You can tell him that, but deep in his heart, he don't believe that. <laughs> Who is, when you were not only the greatest inside the ring, but you were just a box office hit because of who you are. We're in Vegas, this is your town. We've now seen F1 in Vegas. We've seen the Super Bowl in Vegas. Yes. And we've seen mega Floyd Mayweather fights. What's yes. the bigger event in Vegas? F1, Super Bowl, or Floyd Mayweather in his prime? I don't know no athlete in history, in history, 90 minutes, 750 million. Mm. You tell me who? Athletically, nobody. It's not even close. I don't knock football players love football and love basketball more than boxing. That's all we watch in my home when we gambling. Because if you're not betting on a game, it's not even, it's not even fun to watch. When you're betting on it, 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 you're on the edge of your seat. What these boxers do now, they're boxers. Yeah. They're boxers, I'm a box office. Yeah. There's a difference. Mm. These fighters, they get in the bag when they go over to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, they're getting great money, not good money, great money. So, of course they wanna see Floyd Mayweather in the exhibition. And you already know what the payday gonna be. So, you talk about exhibition. It was some, some rumors or something floating around the internet yes. about Manny Pacquiao. That's just rumors or is that possible in the exhibition? When Manny Pacquiao spoke about that, he shouldn't have. Oh. Because there, it's a time and a place for everything. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say he's right and I'm not gonna say he's wrong. You know, but it's so crazy. When he spoke about it, I could have easily came out and said, yeah, you spoke about it. I ain't have to say nothing. Mm -hmm. Just by you saying my name, they gave me a check for four million. Who did? I mean, you know, I don't like to throw certain individuals under the bus, because we don't do that. Somebody gave you four million dollars for saying your name. He said my name when he didn't suppose to, when he didn't suppose to. Remember I said, it's a time and a place for any and everything. Yeah. He said my name and I said, you know, you in the room. Remember, I want you guys to go check out Manny Pacquiao when he, when he got upset a few times and he said, oh, Floyd, you using my name, you using my name. But remember, he got famous because they said, this could be the guy that could possibly dethrone the king. Mm -hmm. Did it happen? Absolutely not. Mm. Was he easy? Absolutely. He wasn't easy. Okay, so 10 rounds to two ain't easy? It was, it was, it, it was a good fight, like, yeah. 10 rounds to two is not easy? It was the first time I saw somebody catch you. No, Shane caught me and all he did was make me mad. And you see what I do when, when, I, when I get mad? Can I ask a question I about I tighten my game up. I do want to ask yeah. a question about that, though. When you become a fan of a fighter, you start to live and die with their fights. And, yes. And I had never seen that happen to you. And what I always loved about you was how pure you were to the sport, to the profession.
the the defense, right? The the check hooks, like yes. everything you had, you know, the pullback, like all of that. And when he hit you, I was like, I had never seen it. You look, and you could correct me, you look like you were almost embarrassed sitting on the stool in the sense of, <laughs> like, I, I, got, I truly, because I had just never seen it. Mm -hmm. What was the emotion in between that round? Because after that, you picked him apart and almost seemed like, why wasn't he doing this the whole fight? So let me kind of explain to everybody what happened. Remember, I had took a lot of time off, and I came back after the Ricky Hatton fight, mm -hmm. took a little break, fought Marquez. Yep. I didn't get hit with no shots in the Marquez mm -hmm. fight. Yep. So now you look and say, what, three and a half years? I haven't really been hit with small gloves. I boxed in the gym, 16-ounce mm -hmm. gloves, sometimes 14-ounce. But I, I didn't get hit with no eight-ounce gloves. So finally, he hit me, boom, and I ain't been hit in three, three and a half years. Mm -hmm. So if you ain't been hit with some eight-ounce gloves in three and a half years, you're like, oh, shit. So he hit me. Was I embarrassed? Absolutely not. That come with the territory. The same way you dish it out, you got to be able to take it. Right. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't play the mud and don't think you, you're not going to get dirty. It was twice in the same round. Yes, yes. Twice in the same round. Yes. And so the way you fought the rest of the fight, like you talked about being angry, when you walk into the arena, was it just a job for you then? Because you could see a definite change in the way you started <laughs> fighting. Like, it went, from, it went from this is what I do for a living and I'm trying to make this money to where it got embarrassing for Sugar Shane Mosley. Like, you, well, the way you dominated. You, you, and you. Great athletes. We the great ones. When you're a great one, you can make an adjustment. Right. And that's one thing about Floyd Mayweather. He can make adjustments. And that's what makes me different from any other fighter. I don't get rattled. Come with the territory. When I go back and look at it, I don't say, oh, if somebody playing a fight, one of my guys is, uh, we watching a fight, or he, he playing the Shane Mosley. I don't be like, don't put that fight on. It don't matter. Right. It's all about results. Yeah. Results in the ring and out the ring. In the ring, I'm a winner. Out the ring, I'm a winner. When you look at the young fighters of today, yes. we're, we're starting to get some of the fights we want to see again. You know, when you were boxing, the boxing world was, okay, who is Floyd fighting next, right? We were waiting for the next all access. You said Floyd Mayweather had the whole game on lock. But, but you did, though. Yes. Right? And, and so, but... Yeah. It's almost like boxing is, is waiting on that next one, but it's never going to be one person that could take the mantle that you had. And so now it's the, you know, it's the tanks and it's the buds and but, all those. Do you see anybody that can do that? But do you know why? I, I, I would love for you to explain why. Charisma, articulate, flashiness. You have to know when to turn it on. Mm -hmm and when to turn it off. And you have to take chances to become a household name. I didn't mind going to WWE. I didn't mind going with, on Dancing with the Stars. Mm -hmm. I seen a bigger picture. You know, you gotta realize, when I see these, when I look at all these boxers, they in black and white. I'm the only one in color. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. Could you teach people that? What? Could you teach people what you just said? Could you take a boxer? Could you make the next Floyd Mayweather? Because you really, you revolutionized the shit. Like, you were talking about Tyson, Muhammad Ali, I don't all really, them. I, could you, know, could I, you teach I, I somebody how to be Floyd? I don't like to talk bad about those guys because 
My thing is, I, time too. I embrace the young kids that's coming up, mm-hmm. but the older champions, I embrace them and love them and talk good about them, but a lot of them hate me. And the young fighters today, I embrace them, push them, want them to be great, talk good about me, but the same girls he get, I can get. I'm real smart up here. So when you're young, all you think about is fucking. Oh, yeah, I want to get on top, I want to fuck her, right? I I don't just got to fuck her physical. I got to fuck her mentally, show her how to become an entrepreneur. So when she's like, oh, they're like, yo, why why these young girls like Floyd? You know, I'm I'm, I'm a teacher. You know, if you one of my guys that run around with me and hang out with me, my job is to help you. Yeah, you, you, I'm with Floyd getting a check. I get a check from Floyd, but I want to push you. Have your own business while you traveling the world with me and we laughing, we kicking, and we joking. You got a company where you're making money also. So if, if something go wrong and you're not with me no more, you don't have nothing bad to say about me because I put you in a position to become an entrepreneur or, be, or to become a boss. How difficult is that, though, in the sense of you are doing so much yourself and you have these people, you have your, your team, when you say you're pushing them, are you pushing them by giving them ideas, helping them invest, or what you doing, or what you're saying is, watch me work, watch me move, I'll get you in these rooms, I'll let you have these conversations, and then use that to implement into your life. I've spoke about this before. A lot of times I, I drop Jews and they don't listen. Everybody gotta get some land. Everybody wanna live where it's popping at. When you gotta move somewhere and set up your and set up shop, everybody can't live in LA. Everybody can't live in New York. Right. A lot of these places is too expensive. So you gotta go somewhere, get on your grind, be about your business, get some up and going for yourself, and then you, you make enough money, you say, you know what? Now I can buy a place where I want to buy a place at. Because I was on my grind. I was on my hustle. They say, what's the difference between Floyd and other fighters? They fight, they, they, they fight good. I hustle great. That's the difference. I don't think you give yourself enough credit, though. Like, you talked about all the things you did around boxing, right? The charisma, the personality, yes. the, the way you communicated. You also always won. That's the biggest thing. You could say whatever you want, but if you went inside the ring and you weren't the best in the world, people aren't paying, which eventually got to be, people used to pay to see you lose. Like there were people who hated you so much because you were so good and you did talk about it and you were, you did have the charisma that they was paying that pay-per-view to see if somebody could touch you. The, The thing is this, and the people in the world need to know this. What happened was I was a black kid from, the ghetto with a father who taught me a skill and my dad hustled because his career because his career didn't go right mm-hmm. so my dad took chances and hustled he hustled I don't think he hustled the brown but he hustled the green and he hustled the white the brown is heroin the green is weed right. the white is coke right. my dad hustled to give me a better life. And I love him for that. Each and every day, I'm thankful for my father. But my dad hustled to put, to put his son in a position just to become world champion. And 
I learned from my dad mistakes. I didn't want to hustle drugs. All I wanted to do was become a champion someday and have something when my career was over. So once my career starts, my dad leave me and go to prison. I'm 16 years old. Uh, my mother got rent in her furniture in her house. Me and my grandmother, my grandmother, a great lady, may she rest in peace. I'm staying with her sometimes. Eventually, I become, you know, eventually I go to the Olympic Games without my dad. There's nothing like getting up on that podium. Even though I know I, I, I deserve the gold medal, but I'm happy with how my career went. If I had to do it all over again, I'd still be happy to take that bronze medal. Why? Because if I didn't take that bronze medal, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. What did that change? I feel like I worked harder, much harder, than the rest of the other fighters that was on my team. But I feel like we had, had, had one of the best Olympic, Olympic teams of all time. But when I got the bronze medal, did it? Was I hurt? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, and did I cry? Absolutely. Real men cry. When we, when we lose a loved one, if you're my best friend and, and I see you hurting and you my brother, if you hurt, I'm hurt. We ride together, ride or die. So, you know, with my dad going to prison, me all by myself, coming out to Las Vegas, getting a big contract, but then being controlled, not being who, not being able to be who I really want to be. I want to be flashy. I want to be flamboyant. I want to be proud to say, I come from nothing. And look what I got. I don't want to brag. I don't, I didn't want to, I don't want to be like BMF. I don't want to brag about getting, getting illegal money and glorify getting illegal money, even though I love the BMF story, love Big Meats, love Big T, but I don't, that's not me. What I'm proud about is coming from, from nothing to something and earning it the hard way from the bottom. I didn't want to be no blue collar worker. I wanted to kick ass, travel the world, make money, love my family, and invest. Talk to me. Like, now you look back, we all old as hell. <laughs> we old now, we damn near about to die, bro. <laughs> Nigga, you old too. <laughs> hey, what am I gonna try to say? Hey, what am I gonna try to say? I'm old. You got some just for men in there. No, no. Bro, you ain't that shit. That shit. It's some white in there. It ain't no white in that beard. That's probably a couple. Listen, that's probably. I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. It's some white in that beard, nigga. Listen, it's a couple pieces. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm a straight shooter. Yeah. I don't dye my hair. You don't dye none of that. I don't, hair. I don't dye my hair. I'm you pluck, them, you pluck them out? A couple times. <laughs> <laughs> would you have done, just hear, hearing what you're talking about with your daddy, could anything have made your life better, your path better? Could anything have changed the outcome of what you are now with the Gucci uh, shirt on that I don't think they make it my size in that hat? I don't want to change nothing because if I change something, I want to have that grandson. That grandson is special. He's, he's, he's beautiful. He's smart. He's genuine, and that's me all over again. <laughs> that's dope. So every day, when I just look around, and sometimes when I get up, I don't get up and be like, oh shit, look at all the shit I got. I say, God damn, my dad is a cold, 
not just me, I said my dad, he a cold motherfucker. I love that. Yeah, am I the GOAT? Yeah. But that motherfucker the GOAT too. Far as in trainers? Yeah. Even though right now his mental is really not the same, but if I had to do it all over again, it has to be the same way. Because if, if it wasn't then, I wouldn't be cool with y'all. I wouldn't be fighting. Because if, if we done it a different way, I would've went to the streets. And that's the route that I didn't want to go. I don't have to glorify, oh man, look what I got. I don't want to con nobody out of shit. I don't want to hustle nobody out of shit. Because I'm going to do my own hustling. I'm a go-getter. I'm a winner, and I'm going to always find a way to come out on top, no matter what position you put me in. Just like my career. My career wasn't like it was because I rolled the dice and, and, and went and wrote a check for 750000 said, here, let me become my own boss. Once I became my own boss, we hate you. Mm. I don't own the media. Mm. All I do is kick ass and say, line them up. Put the, put, the, <laughs> put the next one in front of me. Floyd, you talking about the media and the hate. RC mentioned hate. Yes. Channing mentioned the path. There was a rumor that uh, as you were getting closer to being 50 and 0, that people would, there would be billboards on the way to the fight. And people would climb up there yes. and mark out the O and put one, meaning you were going to lose. Like, what did that do for your mindset before you got ready to fight? Was it, were those reminders, motivation? That's motivation. But it wasn't the media hating. It was probably just as some individuals. But everybody wanted to see you lose. It seemed like your people wanted to see you do good. They only want to see you go so far. Mm. Mm. What hurts the worst really is that our people glorify illegal shit and hate the legal shit. That's, that's a fact. Damn. I will come and do y'all show every year for free. Don't want nothing. Oh, just, yeah. to, just to see my people win. Yeah. And everybody know most of the time when I do an interview, I get paid crazy money because I don't do interviews. Right. But to do something with my people, y'all couldn't pay me no money. I come here for free. That's how I am. Yeah. It's no different from Don King. They hated Don King. But Don King was no different from Bob Arum. He was just a black promoter. He was, and he's a Jewish promoter. And, and I write, and I'm, this is the truth, I'm a ride or die with my people first. But do I fuck with the Jewish community? Community, absolutely. We work together. And people got upset. Oh, Floyd, why are you posting this and why are you posting that? Last time I checked, it's, it's Floyd Mayweather's social media page. Last time I checked, we was in America, freedom of speech. So is it really freedom of speech? Everything is about control. Everybody want to control somebody. Me, I'm not going to be controlled, and I don't want to control, control nobody. I just want to do me and live my life. You mentioned loss, and you know, you say real men cry when we were talking about yes. the Olympics. One of the things that was beautiful about being at your house was listening to you talk about Kichi. Yes. Uh, we had Gail King on the show who also they told me. who also knew her and she spoke um, mm. very highly of her. Uh, you spoken about the mother of your children who also yes. passed. For you who 
does have so many people depending on him, has also had a, a ton of success as well. How do those losses of people you love affect you? Yeah, we don't want to talk about that. We're going to get through this. That's, 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 that's tough because she's my best friend. People really wouldn't understand that people like your drivers and your assistants are your best friend. Kichi was the only person in life that I can talk about anything to that knew my deepest secrets. There was no male or female in my life that I told more stuff to than her. The only Super Bowl she really wanted to go to was the one in Las Vegas. She was so happy. For her 50th birthday, she wanted to go to Aruba. We was gonna have a big party for her. I was able to take her to 100 countries. Um, she taught me a lot. She helped me a lot. Through rain, sleet, snow, or hell, she had my back. Like I said before, if my life didn't go like it went, I would have never met her. So everything plays out for a reason. And um, it's just like, we talk about just music, the black culture, the Filipino culture. She took me to the Philippines and um, put me in a position I made, and not even the money, because um, my assistant, I put her in a position she didn't even want. I could have got her a business, whatever she wanted, that's not what she wanted. All my assistant wanted to do was support me and help me be the best man that I can be. And she wanted my kids just to be positive, and she was a positive person. And I always wanted her. She worked so much, all I ever wanted her to do was find a husband and I think about work and just give herself breathing room sometimes. All she wanted to do, to do was what they call it, um, FOMO, fear of missing out. What a lot of people don't know, we was in Dubai in my room. And I was talking to her and I was talking to um, somebody else. I don't know who it was, but I know I was talking to her. And I told her this. I said, when I tell, I said, y'all have to listen to me. I said, because if you're gone, it's going to be too late for you not to listen to me. Within six days, she was gone. So the, the word, the, you know what I mean? Powerful sometimes, word. Powerful words sometimes. But I was just telling her that because I want her to take care of herself. Because a lot of times, Like, I talk about a, a, a vehicle. Like, I can have a Rolls Royce. Like, I, we got a Rolls Royce that I came here in, right? You can't just put gas in a Rolls Royce and wash it. It has to be serviced. 
just like the body. So when we get to a certain age, we still think it's all we, you know, women think all we, I put my lashes on, put my, my makeup on, put my heels on, you know, get manicure, pedicure, but you still got to, you still have to service the body. And she was at my house and she said, it's okay for Courtney to work on me. Courtney is the team doctor. She traveled with us too. I said, of course, Courtney can work. So for a couple of days, Courtney was working on her, I seen her working on her back, massaging her. And she didn't, and Kichi didn't go to the movies with us. Oh, God, no. So when she didn't go to the movies with us, I said, yo, something is going on. So I told her, I said, listen, you have to go to the doctor. This is, you have to go to the doctors, the medical center or the hospital. Very, very important. Everybody kept telling her, kept telling her. Um, I guess she called her sister. Her sister came, flew out from L.A. And I don't know if she was, you know, wanted to give her some organic herbs. A lot of times family members think they got the remedy. When none of us knows it all. You know, I, I, know, I know a lot and I'm here to come on record and say, I don't know it all. And have I, have I ever contradicted myself? Absolutely, I'm a human, we all have. But sister came out, last, you know, she was working with her. Next thing you know, I'm asleep. I get a call. They're knocking on, knocking on my door, I said, it's very important, 911, it's very important. Um, I said, what is it, I'm asleep, leave me alone. They said, it's about Kichi. I said, okay, what's going on? So I grabbed my phone, I called her phone. Just rang around, I called the phone again, rang around. I think, fuck, let me get up. Got up. Somebody gave me the phone. Here. Hello. When they said, what? The fuck? Like, what? And it hurt me and it hurt my team that we couldn't send her home the way we wanted to send her home, the way we know that she would have loved. So many people loved her. Yeah. So Time, many people bro. loved her. Yeah. You can die and come back a billion, a billion times. You can't find that energy. Yeah. We argue, we debate, we help each other. That's, that's, that's a sister that I never had, how a hard, best friend that I never had. How hard was it for you to not get that closure? You seem like a person that wants to show people how you feel, and it feels like sending her home the way she would have loved and the way that you would have wanted to would have been your opportunity to shore that in her passing. How hard was that for you to not be able to do? Once I know that all her, the people that loved her came and showed up mm. her last party, mm. it was unbelievable. And I was happy with that. But I'm still not happy because I'm not gonna say that I'm not happy, but it's still some, it's still not no closure because I never seen her. Right. And when you go in the funeral home and you give them the check, you don't even want no, I, I, I didn't even want no change back. They gave me, they put the change in the envelope. I just, I don't even know what I did with the envelope. Cause you like, you, 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 you put the envelope out and you're like, you don't really want to let it go. Cause it's like, you're doing a good deed, but it's like you're doing something like, damn, I don't want to do this. I'm sending her home. I'm never going to see her again. 
So it's it's a crazy feeling. It's a real crazy feeling. Brother, being so much control. I, as you were talking, I was thinking about Junior Seau. When Junior Seau died, that was, that was my big brother. When I played, yeah. and he ended up dying, and it's like, like, I like when when he I called his phone, and it went to voicemail, and I started pouring, crying, like I knew he was gone, like. To like to be a to be an alpha male, to be what you do, to be to run the world and not have any control of that, of those situations. It hurt. Like that that got to me of like, it is in the past, like I can I can buy things away, I can manipulate things away, I can work things away. That, and to not be able to figure none, that out. Don't nothing hurt like this. Don't nothing hurt like this. How often do you cry, Floyd? Not a lot, but when I'm talking about Kichi, I'm talking about Josie, I'm talking about my friend Dale, I'm talking about my friend Hayes. When I'm talking about my loved ones, the ones that are genuine, I mean, it's a lot of, it's, it's lot, I've lost a lot of people. You know, remember, I lost my Uncle Roger. Mm -hmm. You know, I lost him seven days after I lost the mother of my children. Mm. So, the mother of my children died on March 10th. My dad's birthday was March 15th. My Uncle Roger died March 17th. Dang. And it's so crazy, I think, if I'm not mistaken, a few years later, Kichi died March 31st. So, um, I don't want to say March is a bad month because it's crazy that my youngest son is born in is March 28th. And his mother died March 10th. When you look back at all those things, Floyd, and sometimes we get bogged down in living life and for you, for sure, trying to excel at everything, do those moments ever make you think about your mortality too, right? You're 50 and 0, the greatest boxer that's ever lived. And eventually you aged out of boxing. But, you, but you know what I want y'all really to do? I really want you guys to really just do your homework and look at really the shit that I did in the sport. Mm -hmm. Nobody has beat 16 fucking world champions in a row. Mm -hmm. In today's time, can it be done? Absolutely, everybody is your champion. You got 18 belts in Everybody's every a fucking champion now. <laughs> a fighter can lose. Back in the day, when I was fighting, you lose, you gotta start back from the bottom. Yeah. Now you lose, you fight for a title in your next fight. It's nothing to be a champion in this era. But don't you have to be even more than a champion? Even in your era, you had to be more than a champion to be recognized the way you were. It was so many people that made a name losing to you. Oh, absolutely. You know, like just getting an opportunity to share that spotlight, they carried that on throughout their career. And this is probably a question I know nobody cares about. You mentioned that people don't have what you have. I thought what you also were able to do was pick the right fights in the sense of fighting somebody like Connor. Yeah. Like I watched the strategic way you allowed him to market the fight and the role you played in that. Look how big he got, says me. I was about look, to look about if you look at these fighters, right. Look how big these fighters got after facing me. What did you see in him though that you thought made him the right partner to do that sort of crossover fight? For me, it's chess. I'm all the pieces on the board, and all the fighter is, he just, he's one pawn on the board. I'm all the pieces on the board. 
So I control everything on the board. Remember, I control the popcorn. <laughs> I control the soda. I control the liquor. I control the seats. I control what goes on the mat. I control the pay-per-view. Yeah. When you're competing against Floyd Mayweather, all you got to do is put your stuff on and show up. <laughs> Nobody else can do that? Absolutely has anybody, has anybody else done that? Absolutely not. There's never been another Floyd. Absolutely not. You there's never, the answer, but, well, well, I'm just asking that. Well, tell me who. Who, who can sell more tickets, you or Taylor Swift? Probably Taylor Swift. Yeah? Taylor Swift didn't come up in the same era, era as me. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if Taylor Swift can be r relevant for what, um, this, we no, almost 30 no, years. I was, I was fucking around, but the Floyd effect, the Taylor Swift effect, I think both of you are on the same plane, like in your respectful careers. Yes. Like you both have maximized and push the envelope and really just set the bar for everybody else that's that's coming after you. So that's the comparison I would make, not necessarily no, no, for you but, to answer that but, question. But no, but in today's saying? time, there's different. You can push a you can push one button and eight, and eight billion people can see it. Yeah. Right. Remember how I got to the top, I had to grind, I had to wrap vehicles, take them across country with my face on it. You know, I had to do interviews from, I go uh, a month straight doing interviews every day from morning to night to build myself. Yeah. So I come from nothing, but now they got all, all, these, all, all these different machines, different machines, the machine, push a button, push a button, push a button, and all you gotta do is sit back yeah. and watch. If I had a head start like these fighters nowadays, man, what? I, I have every belt in boxing. When we was talking about the Olympics and the bronze medal, I kept, look, I've been looking at that fucking Richard Mill all night, but I got some shit in my eyes, so I can't really see. Oh, that one? Like, that that ain't, that's rose gold or that's bronze? Fuck it, we call this the bronze medal. See, I was gonna <laughs> ask you that. Well, you know what I like to call this, honestly? Oh, here y'all go. No, for real, in the daytime, I like to call it chocolate milk. And at, at nighttime, I call it hot chocolate. But the shit matching <laughs> your, it matching the switch. Gucci, it matching your jeans. Let's switch. I heard you think, I heard you agree with Shannon Sharp that Randy Moss is the GOAT receiver, too. Y'all not gonna get me in this shit. <laughs> Y'all not gonna get me in this shit. In Randy Moss era, he was a hell of a player. Now, I'm gonna tell you guys the truth. I, I think Jerry Rice, because I can't say this because these fucking football players are gonna get to hate me. I'm not gonna say nothing. <laughs> Jerry Rice, hell of a player. Randy Moss was good in his era. I think oh. Jerry Rice is the GOAT. I'm going to leave it at that. Jerry that Rice. Jerry. I, I think, I Listen. Think, I think Jerry Rice is better than Randy Moss. If Tom Brady, he's the GOAT. He's greater than Randy Moss. Absolutely. Jerry Rice is Absolutely. better than Randy Moss. Absolutely. Randy Moss is more talented. Jerry Rice is the GOAT. And it's not a question. But who did he play with? Play with Joe Montana. And Steve and, Young. And, and he was 40 years old and caught, a, and, caught and went for a grand. Went for a thousand with, yards. With, with, the, with, the, with the Braves yeah, way back? Yeah, when his Braves started in the middle of his head. When the Braves like started Stevie in the middle Wonder. of his head. Bro. Yes. No. Y'all, stop talking about Stevie Wonder. He can't see his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Randy was dominant. Randy Moss is the best what, person what, depend, what that metrics? ever lined up at wide receiver in the world. Look at the stats. Look at the numbers. World. Look at the metrics. Oh. Like he, I don't uh, care about the metrics. I love Randy. All y'all play with him, right? I, I, Bro, we, were, I, we came I in the same rookie year. We played against We were on team together in New England. We played against Randy's a dog. Bro, Randy Moss walked on the field, and you knew it was, yeah, was him, him and Brady in 07. Bro, they wink at each other before the, before the play that started. Was good like that? No, he was like that. I knew, Bro, of course, Randy I knew. Randy was like that. I knew he was like that, but he like damn, that. he better than 
He's not. He's been a champ. He's not, he's he not, he's not a greater receiver than Jerry Rice. He's not. He's more dominant. He's like, better he at more, his job. More, more fear. No. Jerry's a mo This is the LeBron Jordan conversation. Like, they're great. Randy Moss lines up. So, wait, so you're saying LeBron Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. What do you mean? What you mean, the argument? The Jordan LeBron. Nick, I'm with Jordan. I'm a Jordan guy. Oh, about this. Hold up. That's how T Mac broke it down. Tracy McGrady said Mike is the GOAT of his era. Randy's, Kobe, Randy's a his era. better receiver and than Can I ask you a question? Rice. I can ask you a question. Jerry, career-wise, right? Floyd, Freddie T, career-wise, if I say one man had over 15,000 yards and over 130 or whatever it is, 50 touchdowns, and I say another man had almost 23,000 yards and almost 200 receiving touchdowns, mm -hmm. You're going to tell me the one I said first with the 15,000 is better than the other man. Is the first man Randy? Yes. Bro, Moss was a 20. monster. But okay, I don't get, care hey, what y'all, bro. Listen, Moss was a monster. Listen, when y'all get to arguing, y'all get to arguing about <laughs> fighters, this is the truth. Don't, it's, it's, no, it's no debate. I'm, I'm, I'm being, I'm, I'm keeping, I'm keeping it a buck with y'all. There's no debate. I'm being honest. I don't debate that. There's no, I'm, I'm going to keep honest. Oh, with you? There's no debate. I'm being real with you. I'm not hating on fighters. I love these fighters. From back in the day to now. But there's no, there's no debate. Gotcha. Well, what happens is when someone like you becomes a star, people that are at the same level in their respective careers, you know, you form those relationships. You have a relationship with Usher. <laughs> For you, when your friend, someone yes. like you truly care about, gets the honor of being the Super Bowl halftime show, you know, how excited for him are you? Usher called me a couple weeks ago. He needed something for halftime. He couldn't get it done. He called his friend, and I got it done. That's awesome, man. Yeah, so I'm proud of him. He deserved it. Yeah, bro. I mean, years and years of hard work, dedication, and just, he, he got the right team around him. Yeah. He said Vegas on fire. Yeah. I'm proud of Usher. To the Usher conversation, what, because the whole thing with him was that he come, he come and, Dance on your girl. <laughs> mm -hmm. What if Usher came and danced on your girl? Would it be cool? Like y'all homeboys. But my, my, my thing is this: there's respect and disrespect. Mm -hmm. Now Usher wouldn't like it if somebody danced on his 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 better half. Mm -hmm. So certain things we approve of and certain things we disapprove of. I'm not the jealous type. I'm the one to be respected type. That's it. Mm. That's a wrap. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap. Bro, you kill that, dog. Appreciate yeah, you, man. That was amazing, dog. Always love, bro. I'm on my show for sure. Hold up. Limitless. Take a stomach cow, pinning it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. On the mission, got me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On this bitch, you not to trust. Trust. Limitless. Take a stomach cow, pinning it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant.